Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Black Girls Living. You're joined with Vic and Jess. And we have an amazing special guest in the building. Do you want to introduce the peop- yourself to the people? Tell the people who you are. Sure, sure. Um, I am, my name is Vanessa. My artist name is Vivi Brown. Um, and I'm a musician, uh, writer, and wannabe renaissance woman, or trying <laughs> to be renaissance woman, hustler. <laughs> do, do you know what's so cool? Like, you came here and it's so interesting seeing how celebrities and musicians are. Because when you introduced yourself to Brent, you were like, I'm Vanessa. And I was like, Brent, you don't know who this is? Like, this is a celebrity. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not. I don't know. I just, I kind of said VV afterwards. Yeah, though, okay, but I yeah, think, yeah. I think I just wanted to, I don't know, mm. like, not come into like bougie in that. Yeah, like, do, you, just, do you get paranoid <laughs> sometimes that like, you think, oh, I hope they don't think I'm like, mm, you know? Yeah, oh, I think so. I think yeah. so. I mean, Energy is everything, right? Yeah. So I think mm-hmm. you can tell people's energy when you meet them. But mm-hmm. definitely you, you, you want to make sure there's humility. It means a lot to me and mm-hmm. realness, you know, so I just kind of want to come correct. So I think, and I am Vanessa, you know yeah. what I mean? Oh, like, I love that. Mm-hmm. Vanessa first and mm-hmm. then Vivi is mm-hmm. my artist. So yeah, and I want you to get to know Vanessa mm-hmm. and Vivi. It's kind of weird. It's like a dichotomy. I've got like two... <laughs> people going on in here so <laughs> it's really interesting how's your day yeah. been it's been all right um yeah i came to london um had a meeting um and then drove here it took me two hours to get here wow. from, oh my gosh from west london mm. that's crazy mm. the traffic just from west london yeah. yeah so it's been a lot of driving but it's it's been good i've been listening to music in my car i find driving quite mm. meditative mm. it's a real chance really especially yeah. in london well look London, I mean, do you drive uh, automatic or manual? I drive a manual, and you yeah. find it wow. therapeutic. What's the word you I say? Meditative. I wow. find it. Like, I do like if I've got a nice podcast or a nice album, or sometimes I even have TikTok on. Wow, and I'm like just really? like yeah. But the thing is, I've got two young kids. You see, mm. so the car for me is almost mm. like a break. Okay, yeah. So um, fair enough. But yeah, I mean, long driving mm. is different from London because obviously you stop, stop, it and stop. Yeah. Yeah. But I still, I still find it a nice space to just mm. think. And so yeah, I kind of enjoyed. Mm. It's been a, a meeting and a drive, so it's been alright. What music are you listening to? Um, I'm loving Moonchild. Oh, what's that? Is that an artist or they're, they're a Swedish band? Oh, interesting. They're amazing. They kind of like. They remind me of Little Dragon. Mm, you know the band Little yeah. Dragon? Yeah, no, I've never heard of Little Dragon. Mm-hmm. But I was going to sing this song, but I need to stop. It's, no, I, <laughs> but I like when you do that. But I love when you do that. No, you can sing. No, 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 please. Because I'm going to sing the chorus of one of their big songs. Is it twice? The ballad one? You can actually twice sing. I turn my back on you. Okay, that was beautiful. But no, it was... Um, <laughs> Whoa, um. oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Radioactive. Is that them? I don't know. If I don't something. think it's them. <laughs> but they they kind of like then that they, they okay. there's a nod if we want to go to the roots mm. of where it began. Mm. There's a nod to like Erica Badu. Oh, amazing. Remember Emel wow. LaRue, all those kind of yeah. old school neo soul pioneers. Mm-hmm. It's all in the mix. So Moonchild loving them. So it's real relaxing mm. music. Oh, cool. Um, so yeah, I'm listening to them. At the moment Loving that mm. Yeah And of course Erica Badu Is like my Timeless 
Like oh I, I went, I saw her at the, um, the Royal Festival Hall. Wow. Um, I think it was earlier this year. It was really? the most cosmic. I'd love to see her live. Oh my God. Mm. It was the best thing I've ever seen. Wow. Like I was crying. Especially, and, and really? the vibe in the room, everyone was singing, her outfit. She's like the Black Bjork to me. Like her mm. outfit was insane. Everyone was singing the words. Mm. I felt like I was at church. Oh, what a feeling. Kind of, kind of. I like it when sorry, you're, sorry, sorry God. <laughs> I like Not when quite. you're a content, everyone feels the same. Like, yeah, you know everyone's yeah. on the same Because I, I kept telling Jasmine, if everybody on my road was feeling the Beyonce the way that I was feeling it, I would have cried. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I didn't cry because I knew I looked crazy in front of these people. <laughs> it's all right. Because they right. weren't on the same wave. They weren't on the same wave. That's so sad. Oh, what, what, what in the, the London? The... No, in my oh. particular area. Because oh, right, I was a little bit right. higher up. I think the fans, I knew, I didn't realize how much of a fan I was until I got there. Right. That was right, my issue. Right. But yeah. It's fine. So you kind of had that. A kind of revelation yeah. moment, like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. crazy a bit. Yeah. That's funny. Exactly. Speaking yeah. of Erica Badu, have you guys seen um what's it called? They clone Tyrone. Oh my clone? Let, yeah. Listen. Wait. Listen, listen. The Netflix listen. show with John Boyega and Jamie Foxx. Yeah. We need oh, to we need to give it him on stage. We need to give him this they applaud it. Okay, Lizzie. guys, take me from the beginning. I'm out of the loop. I'm out of the loop. <laughs> All right, they clone Tyrone. It's a new Netflix show. I mm-hmm. think it literally came on Netflix on Friday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and it's just amazing. Oh, wow. It is Incredible. so good. Wow. So deep. Mm. I'm actually, I write for The Voice mm. uh, newspaper. Oh, really? And I'm actually, I'm really tempted to write an essay on you it. Should. Because should. It, it is so powerful. And the, it's just... Everybody, if you're listening, mm. you have to watch it. It yeah. is there's so much, there's such a message in there about control mm. and how as black individuals we are controlled by a white bourgeoisie, as mm. you know, like um entity, mm. a secret entity that seeps into our brain, our food, our lives, that we are subconsciously oppressed without mm. even realizing it almost. It's so deep. Yeah, I, I it could is I could deep. Talk about it for so is this hours. why John Berg was on stage with her? I think so. Maybe. Because I, and I said why? And sometimes I don't have time in my brain to, to connect the two. <laughs> yeah. And then I saw the the poster with Jamie Foxx. Yes, he's yeah. he's the the pimp in it. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Don't want to give too much away. Okay, I need to watch this. Yeah. You definitely do. You, I think you would really enjoy it. Actually, it's not scary. It's not scary okay. now. And I, you know what? His performance is incredible. But the, the opening scene, mm. I didn't. I had to really look twice to what John or John Jamie? to to know mm. it was him because he's an American, mm. but he personifies it yeah, so well so that he is not himself. Wow. You know, when an actor can take you away from themselves Amazing. like yeah. fully, mm. like he he did that. I think it feels like awards for me. Wow. Yeah, I, I I why was it? Why did it go straight? No offense, Netflix. Why did it go to cinema? <laughs> you're saying that's, what, that's what you're I saying. Why what? did Netflix have it? Yeah, like, let's get the money up. Come on, you know. Yeah, why did it go straight to Netflix. It's a good question. I mm. asked that. I, I asked don't know. That. That's interesting. But yeah. to be to be fair, like I haven't looked into like who directed it, mm. who wrote it, or anything. But whoever it was, mm. they did. An amazing so it's based job. on her song or based on her life? No, do you know what? It's it's very random, but just at the end of the song, she sort of like reworks her classic Tyrone mm. at the end and mm. like does a new version of it to go with the film. Yeah. So oh. yeah, it just connected. Yeah. Dots okay. Me. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm yeah. into it. I'll check it out. Yeah. yeah. Check it out. It's so good, Vic. Mm. It's so good. 
Yeah. Sounds cool. Let's get onto your podcast. <laughs> yeah. Because before you started, you were talking about how you have a podcast that kind of like links to your latest project. Yeah. And yeah. like talking about blackness and British and and all of that and, and kind of touches a little bit on what you were just saying about the John Baker project. But yeah, mm. tell us how that came about yeah, and why yeah. you wanted to do it. Yeah. So this whole album um, that I'm releasing in October, mm-hmm. um, and it's my, I haven't made an album for nearly six to seven years. Mm-hmm. I took a break. And this whole album is diving in deep um, and exploring my identity as a Black British woman and in general, the definition of what it means to be Black British. Mm -hmm. And so every track on the record is that and we have poets on the record and it's just unapologetically diving in about Mm -hmm. Blackness, Black Britishness specifically, Mm -hmm. because we tend to talk about Americanisms, Black Mm -hmm. Americanisms. Um, And so the podcast is... um, a wing to this project where we explore it by speaking to people. Mm. Um, I read some of my essays on it, um, talking about the culture. And it's just, it's just a whole three-dimensional world. Like mm. for me, this project isn't just about music. Mm. It's like, it's almost like a sociological study. Wow. Um, and so, yeah, I, I launched the podcast mm. two weeks ago. And congratulations yeah. thank you launching is is <laughs> yeah. also another like some people underestimate how hard it is just to launch a podcast yeah i was nervous well, to do it um but you just have to just dive in deep i've mm. got you know i've got the thing about this this whole project as well as i don't have the same expectations that i had when i was releasing previous records mm. this is so much more and bigger than all of those things so even if one person listens to it or loads of people it's just part of I want to just contribute to my culture mm. um and yeah just yeah check it out it's called am I British yeah I don't I feel really bad like I'm plugging my podcast, uh, yeah. on the podcast. <laughs> okay all right no listen your manager is going to listen to this and be like what yeah. why are you talking about xyz no definitely They're gonna talk say, about excuse me okay <laughs> yeah well it's called am I British yet and uh, every week mm. every Sunday it comes out mm. so yeah please it's good like you know what it's it's I love people I love meeting people I love chatting I could chat for days you know like like I came in here I'm Vanessa do you know what I mean uh as well as you know Phoebe and all that but um and yeah it's great it's it's interesting learning what to pull out Mm. of people and knowing the timings of when to do it and to be quick on Associative subjects and stuff like that mm. um, But it's chatting isn't it And I'm really really passionate about uh, Identity mm. and my community deeply mm. So when we have these conversations It's just natural Things just mm. come out you know mm. um, And you learn so much about yourself as well Like sometimes you know We've had some people that we've recorded That have challenged me Mm, and my own perspectives in in what yeah. sense like can you give us a little taste yeah it's just making me look at my own identity my own blackness the, what have i contributed during my career even down to hair mm. you know um i'm on this journey of naturalness i'm still not there yet there's a whole podcast about that just loads of things that just make you look at yourself mm. as a black person a black woman I don't know, ideas, all mm. of it. So it's good. It's like therapy. It's like being on a couch with a therapist or, yeah, or friends or sometimes not friends. <laughs> <laughs> so. No, I can imagine. 
And I know like you have a song called uh, Black British and like yeah. I guess it's inspired by that as well. Definitely, um, and yeah. we talked about the struggle. Mm, of being absolutely, yep, yep. Navigating, yeah, yeah, navigating through the beautiful and terrifying life, Black mm. British, yeah. Mm. Um, I think, do you know what? Throughout my career, I don't think people have seen this version of me, which mm. has always existed. Um, I've always been in mainstream music mm. with Shark in the Water, which was a pop song. And then my other albums were electronic. And so for me, you know, I've always had this part of my personality that when I was in the machine, which was predominantly... Mm moved and governed by white men um I felt my blackness was muted and so I don't feel like I was showing this part of my personality that existed in my everyday life mm-hmm. when I was going home and seeing my parents and my cousins and having rice and peas and chicken and fried fish mm-hmm. on Friday soup all that stuff mm-hmm. was just quiet that wasn't mm-hmm. coming yeah. through my music and so um when I after six years and having kids and things, which can really like open you up when you have children, mm. I just thought, you know what? I need people to see Vanessa, mm. Vanessa Louise Brown. I mean, I'm married now, so I have to say Price, but I haven't changed. <laughs> I, haven't cha- I haven't changed my name. Anyway, it's a slave name. Anyway, so that would no business. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, I just was like, I was. I was ready to for, for for that to come out, mm. you know. So yeah, um, I'm loving it. Mm. Yeah. I'm enjoying it. No, you're here now. Yeah. It's yeah. interesting when you said, "What have you contributed?" But like, as I said at the beginning, like I really loved your hairstyles when I was younger. <laughs> like, re- like remember when you did like the the shorter fringe and the rolled up hair, a rolled up fringe, and you yeah. had like a particular uh, quite short um, bob. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. so cool. And I remember you saying that uh, you know. Like, should you change it? Like, what, mm. what should you do? Can, does this need to be like your signature? Was that kind of, that kind of pressure? As yeah, there's definitely a pressure to be consistent when mm. you've had a successful song. So mm. Shark in the Water was probably my most successful song. song. Do you still love singing that song? I think it's yeah, such a good song. When do you get tired? Because you know I mean, some artists. <laughs> you know what, yeah? Singing it live, you get tired. Let me ask you your that. opinion, because you've been in the game for a long time. Yeah. Doja Cat. She said that she's sick of singing Say So. I'm like, how that came out and locked and you've not even toured it in the UK. Some people here are telling you they've been in the game for a very long time. 20 years, me. And she's not tired of her song yet. And, and Beyonce is still singing to this day, Crazy in Love. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can't, <laughs> I think how it up three years, you can't get tired after three, three years. years. Do you know what I mean? And because she's performing it now and she, apparently like, I saw one clip and she looked really moody and I was like, Wow. <laughs> This is just the beginning. Yeah, no, you gotta respect your fans as well. Do you know what I mean? Oh, she because she told us to fuck yeah. off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, I nah. don't know if you've been seeing, but she's basically just saying like, I don't know who told you to love me, but I don't love you. <laughs> <laughs> Lord have mercy. No, she no, said, no. "Oh, you're calling yourself kittens. Get a job." Mm. Oh wow. Oh, it's been. Know. Yeah, yeah, honestly, I don't know. You gotta, you it's, gotta respect. The, you know that's Absolutely. you know those songs they affect people they change people like mm-hmm. I've never I've had people come up to me with I remember one particular story of someone that came up to me and I was crying we oh. were both crying mm-hmm. I was in Costa I was pregnant and this woman came up to me and she said and sometimes you don't realize what your music can do mm-hmm. like which is why you have to respect your fans mm-hmm. she came up to me and she said your album glitch got me through cancer 
And um, and she said there was one track called Fractured that helped me get up in the morning. Mm. And I was, and that was at a time in my career where you just think, oh, you know, like, I think I might quit. Like, And you hear that and you realize that your, your songs can touch people. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? In ways that you don't even know. Mm. So you got to be respecting mm. people. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, don't respect, don't ever lose sight of that. Nah, man. Mm. So, yeah, but anyway, going all serious. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, speaking of, because I, I know you do songwriting as well. Yeah. And if anyone is out, like me out there, I always mm. thought, yeah, I can, I can write a song. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. I, I got this, you know. Um, but when I actually think about it, how is the actual songwriting process? Is it a case of, you know, you have an idea or a feeling and then you start writing from the feeling? Do you mm. hear the music first and then you write with the music? Or yeah. is it sort of, yeah. you know, some people, they can literally just hear a word and that mm, just yeah, sparks yeah. Yeah, creativity. Yeah. It depends. Mm. I think there's so many ways to spark that moment of creativity. I have a method that works for me. Mm. I believe that melody is king and I'm always led by melody. And I believe that the melody then tells me what the words and tones and mm. feelings are. Um, sometimes I get inspired by lyrics, but it's usually for me melody first. Yeah. Um, I'm real visual. So if I'm in the studio, I have a huge projector in my studio where I I play visuals. So for this album and my British share, we were playing loads of archive footage of Windrush and black beauty, beautiful blackness, like mm. black British culture for, in a positive way and negative. Mm. And I would just some, spend hours sometimes just watching it, the visuals to get into the universe of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, for me, it's melody. But I also journal a lot. Yeah. So I think journaling is good. Like if you get a moment where you feel something or you see something or you smell something or there's a little ant that's walked by and it's, I just journal all the time. And then you look back on that in those moments. But I think the most important thing when you're writing music and I, I, I used to lecture at um, Goldsmiths University mm. and I would tell this to the students is freedom. You have to be open. Mm. You have to be fearless. You mm. have to go in the studio and just be completely vulnerable and and let it just let it flow because that's when you can connect to something higher than yourself do you, do you ever get embarrassed like in this i'm saying the thing is because i'm one with no talent yeah what but no 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 no, 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 no. Oh, sorry yeah. i meant no sorry i meant not like today. i can't sing not i can't right. do no, 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 no. sorry not, i meant i, I meant, sorry sorry i meant i can't I sing or rap or no you, you were about to get told sorry, off sorry 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 so I can't even imagine, yeah, going into the studio. I'll be so shy. Like, everyone get yeah. out. Like, <laughs> like, everyone get out. And, like, even the thought of, like, people having headphones listening to me sing or, like, yeah. the thought of, like, people being like, I'll oh, run it again. Because mm. I think it's, what was, what was wrong with the first one? Yeah. You know, like, when <laughs> P. Diddy was on Keisha Cole's neck when she was singing oh. last night. What, what was that? Yeah. I'm so yeah. just kidding. What was going on? No, but... Um, so Diddy and Keisha Cole have a song called Last Night and right. she was in the studio singing. There's literally a video going around and he's, she can sing. Yes. So he's there. I know Keisha. Yeah, so he's telling her. He's like, no. He was like, do you want this or no? Sing it like this. And obviously he can't sing. So he's actually saying, sing it like this. I'm going, eh, eh, eh. and I'm like, <laughs> what are you doing? How am I supposed to interpret that? What's do you know what? That, that, would, that, would, that would be okay for me because I'd be looking at you like, you can't even sing. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, 
<laughs> but do you ever get shy? Like, do you feel like, oh my days, there's all these people. Well, you know what? I don't. I don't like to work with loads of people. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm. I'm all. Every single album I've ever made has always been with like one or two producers, okay. and and usually it's one and he, me and that person mm. in the room. So it's usually intimate. But I don't. I don't get shy. Do you okay, know? Amazing, I, th- then. I think you train yourself because mm. I've been doing this since I was what thirteen. Mm. Thirteen, I think I got offered my first deal. And you just and I grew up in church, so I'm I'm a church girl where you were in the choir and then you'd have to sing on on the stage and all that kind of stuff. So I don't know. You just learn to. It just becomes a bit normal. I, I, but I tell you what, I get shy. I get really, really, really shy when I'm around people who are like well known in the in oh, their really? fields. So say if I was in the room with. I, I did a session once with Damon Albin mm. and um, and I've done like sessions with like well-known mm. people, you know, like yeah. celebrities, I get, mm. you know, musicians. And I get, that's when I get okay. super nervous. They must you, get nervous from you too. Oh God, I, I, I have imposter mm. syndrome. Oh, I almost mm. feel like I'm not supposed to be here. I'm from Northampton oh, <laughs> kind of you. thing. And you just, I get, I get so nervous and then I, I don't, that's when I'm closed and I don't like mm. open up as much. So I think I need to get over that, like feeling like I belong in oh, those spaces. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like if say Stormzy said to me, come on, let's do a session. As they should respect the people that have been there before you. <laughs> well, you know what? I have been, I have been there longer than a lot of them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but I'd still feel nervous because. I feel like now. he would make you feel like, because he seems like someone Whenever I see him With like mm. people he's, yeah. he's always showing people respect He's very warm yeah. Isn't he mm. uh, uh, There's a scene I saw, watched his documentary Or whatever There was one scene Where I, I thought Oh he's Seems like a gorgeous Gorgeous is the right word mm. Like yeah. gorgeous person Like inside like, When he was in church With his mum mm. Did you see that And he no. was The way he was Singing the church songs With his mum And like had his The way he cheats his mum I thought mm. Very yeah, cute. he's you're, a good man. You're, you're a good man. <laughs> yeah. So Stormzy, if you're listening to this, just holler. So yeah, you should make a song. We could do a collab. Yes, we need that. So but yeah, that. but yeah, I get nervous for that. But yeah, are there any other UK artists that you like? Loads. Mm. Obviously, we were talking before we started recording with Ray. Like, yeah. I think that she's phenomenal, mm. um, and just her strength, her talent. Her perseverance It's its really Really beautiful to see Because mm. The thing is i am been in this game For a long time So When you see Younger artists And I, mm. I I mean I am Older than These guys When you see Younger artists Owning Themselves mm. It's really Magical to me Because I remember When I set up My own label In 2012 Because I felt Very much like Ray mm. Like I wasn't being elevated to the level that I should be as a black artist in England. There's a there's a ceiling for us. Mm, yeah. Um, and so when I set up my own label, and everyone told me I was crazy to do it, to leave the major, set up my own label, and release and own my masters. I did that in 2013, 20, wow. 2010 or twenty eleven. So when I see younger artists doing that same thing and then smashing it, mm. it's just it's so inspiring. So I love her for. Many reasons I love Ray um, yeah, There's loads um, Mahalia oh, She's amazing She's yeah, amazing she's her, her, Jacob Collier I love 
Sorry. Oh no, her latest um, project's really good. Mm. Yeah. Mahalia's latest project. Storms is yeah. on there. He's everywhere. He's with Ray as well. Anyways, um, um, so yeah, there's, there's like, there's, um, oh God. Oh, Camille. I love oh, Camille. Yes. Am I missing yeah. out? Who's that? She's a, she's, she's just had a baby. She had a baby. Oh, she's a songwriter. Oh yeah, she's very talented. Like wow, really yeah. talented songwriter. And she just, I feel like we talk a little bit online, mm. but I feel like, um, she's like, this is a bit creepy if I say this, <laughs> but I feel like she's, the best friend I haven't met yet. Oh, that's you know what I mean. She's so sweet. Yeah, like she's so lovely okay. and she's so talented, and I love what she's doing. Mm. So yeah, let's look. There's so much talent. Oh, I can't forget Labyrinth. Oh, so talented, Labyrinth, and um, he is a pure example of this country having a ceiling for us. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, and him going to America and smashing it. And for me, I felt the same. Like we sold over a million records in America. Mm-hmm. But in England, it always felt like... Yeah, what, what do you think the, the, the issue mm. is? Because I feel like it's very mm. well known and it's like, like what is, the, what is mm. the, the problem? Do you know what? It, I don't know. I think we don't ha- have enough ownership of mm. our own industry. I feel it's happening now. Yeah. The community... Slowly changing a bit. Yeah, the community is coming together and... There is more ownership over labels, mm. po- podcast shows, TV shows. Like mm. you go on YouTube and it's mm. a joy to see this ownership over our creativity, but our business. Mm. In America, they've had that evolution of black business for a long time. So you've got BT and all these kind of places and spaces to support black talent in a way that can catapult them into mainstream. Um, because that hasn't happened in this country mm. and we've had to rely mm. on white a you know, white gaze, white perspectives with our music, not understanding our talent, all the sort of jargon. Oh, the mu- She's singing a bit too much. She's a bit mm. intimidating. She's a diva. But then your white counterparts do the exact mm. same thing and then they sell loads of... Re- mm. All of that stuff I think has influenced us not being able to reach our potential. But when you see the Rays and the Stormsies and the ownership and uh, Wretch 32 with mm. the, the the Def Jam label and all mm. this amazing stuff happening, um, it's just so exciting that the ceiling is slowly getting higher. Mm. And, and there you go. Mm. You sell out mm. Wembley. You, you, you headline Glastonbury It's happening mm. before our yeah. eyes mm. um, And me being an oldie I, I call myself an oldie, oldie. That's all. It's just beautiful to see Because mm. back then I didn't have that yeah. But do you, you know, know what what's I mean? interesting When you said like Getting your own masters and stuff like that When was the moment you knew about all that stuff? Maybe because I'm yeah. not maybe because I'm not a musician, but I remember mm. when I heard about it with Taylor Swift, and I was like, if it's happening to this white girl who, <laughs> yeah. who, who I feel like would have like I, I, I feel like she would have like people who would advise her, be like, yeah. yeah. If it's happening to her, I'm thinking, oh my god, what is happening to all my favorite black artists? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think do you know, I've I've had many failures. Do you know what I mean? I had I signed to two record deals before Shark in the Water mm. came out. So I learned a lot from the failures. Failure is good. If you're failing, don't worry. Mm -hmm. Learn from it. Live in it. Because your season is coming. Do you know what I mean? So I start, I learned about that from the failures and learning about the business. And I mean, I I remember I negotiated myself out of my first record deal myself. I pretended to be a lawyer. Really? Yeah, in a FedEx office. (laughs) (laughs) 
I didn't have any money. Sorry, so it was, was just the last thing I expected. In effect, I remember. Sorry, that's one of the hardest things to, to listen, imitate. Listen, a lawyer. LA. It was two in the morning. I didn't have no money. I needed to get out mm. of this deal. So I messaged <laughs> the guy, the lawyer at the label and pretended to be somebody else. I set up a new email address, said I was representing and I found the clauses and everything that would get me out of the deal. Wow. Um, but yeah, so I learned, I learned mm. slowly. And then I got to a point when I was um, in 20, I think it was 2012, 2011, 12, where I was like, wait a minute, this don't make no mathematical sense. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like they're spending all this money that I have to then pay back. Mm. And then my royalty split is this. And then I've, and then I taught, it's like it ended up that really it doesn't fall in the favor of the artist ever, mm. really. Yeah. And then I was like, how can I make more sustainability for myself, more mm-hmm. money for myself. And then I started to research more about it. And then I was like, I need to own, ev- I need to have yeah. ownership mm-hmm. in, yeah. of my own business. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, it's funny because even though I might not have sold as many records, my, my, um, my economic stability mm-hmm. and power has been better. Mm-hmm. I've managed to main- create a very good financial life for myself mm. because I own That's so my smart. stuff. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So it's all relative. Do you know mm. what I mean? And so I'm not really chasing after the glitz and glam anymore. For me, it's about the art and it's about the business and making sure that I can have a life that is, mm. you know, nice. It's like, very important. Don't need yeah. the bling. Mm. I'm not, I've never been that kind of girl, but as long as I can pay my bills. But that's the thing because you could have all What's it? Bling, bling, whatever. But if you're not thinking about how can mm. I keep this in-house? Yes. And you're not even making that much money, realistically, yeah. if, you, if it's not in-house, it's such a scary fall. Yeah. So many artists. I can't even believe that. Yeah, so many artists who you think are wealthy. Mm. They're not. That's scary. They're, it's all a show. You go, you look at the books, look at the numbers. Obviously, the Beyonce's of the mm. world and all of that stuff. But so many artists are not. They're struggling mm. And it looks like they're not And so yeah. You've got to be smart Do you know what I mean You've got to, And that's why I respect Ray Because she's mm. I just A lot of artists nowadays Are doing it They're waking mm. up And they're like Wait a minute A record label's just like a bank mm. So why should I get Wait mm. But if I go to a bank The interest rate's probably better mm. Than what I'm going to get from a label So why don't I just do this myself I can do a Kickstarter Or a GoFund Or Wait a minute I, Do you know what I mean There's yeah. so many other ways To think about it Or you know, but my dream, I have my chip. I'm a bit of a chat box. No, my dream though is I would love to get all of these incredible black women together mm. to set up our own label. Mm, like you did. Uh, no, but imagine if it was the Motown of like Britain or something. I yeah. think we need that because we have like Disturbing London. Yeah. Mm. We have Stormzy's one. Yeah. That, yeah. Murky and Deaf. Whatever, 27 I can't Imagine an all female yeah, It's needed I think it's all needed. female one Where we're mm. supporting Female grime artists mm. as well There's so many talented mm. Female art, grime artists That I feel like Aren't getting Yeah that, You know So much So much And black female Singers Not singers <laughs> Singers <laughs> Like 
you know, mm. this, and you know, I look at Adele and I'm like, yeah, you're great and you were full figured, but how many black women are like that in church? You can blow bigger. That's true. You know, mm. let's let's get it. So anyway, no, I will stop moaning, but yeah, that's, yeah. No, I we, own your we, business. We definitely need that. But I, sometimes I think sometimes people might get like blindsided by the glitz. So they might be like, oh my God, Warner want to partner with me. And then yeah. you, you don't even see it because. And you're not so crazy When you said that There's some artists like that Who you would never notice I'm just thinking to myself So you wake up You go to the studio And everyone's like Singing like I'm going to use Meg Thee Stallion as, as, as an example As we know mm. that she was In that 360 video I think she's out now Right But it's like People are probably being Like her family members Yo Meg Come pay my bill <laughs> All of I it I think I don't have money <laughs> That's crazy Yeah it's quite embarrassing As well Oh my it? gosh And, then, and she actually terrified People like that are working you're going from state to state, city to city, doing tours, doing interviews, and you're, and not, you're not seeing none of that. Yeah, money. and everybody else is paying their mortgage because of you. Yeah. No. Do you know what I'm saying? Like everyone's getting it's a paycheck, crazy. and at the end of the day, you're not getting as much as you should for the work that you're putting in. So yeah. it's too even. And like even like to take it there, like Diddy, does Diddy own like someone's masters or something? He probably I know, is. I know Pharrell <laughs> owns Khaleesi. Like, as yeah. a black person, do you not feel like, let me just bust you one. Let, okay, I know like, yeah. these are the rules, <laughs> but you're my boy. Let me just, let me yeah. just slide it to you. It's, it's almost, I don't, I don't know. know. There's just something so interesting about owning someone else's master. Yeah, the word master. And the word yes. The word master. All I can say is interesting. Yeah. Like, that is so interesting um, to me. Because the, the Scooter Brown one, apparently he had an interview and he was like, listen, with the Taylor Swift situation, and he was like, she knew what she signed up for. Yeah. And, but I'm like, but she was very young. Mm. Yeah. He yeah. was like, she knew what she was signed up for. And like, this is not the first, I'm not the first person who's done this. This is very common. Mm. And I'm like, okay, but if that person's really challenging you that they want it back and now they have to re record all their mm. music, surely you would be like, yeah. It's so yeah. I find oh, it so it's, fascinating. It's, it's, I tell you what, it's to do with a very archaic, um, Law of music that goes all the way back to when they used to sell manuscript paper. Mm. And what's happened is that as the music industry has developed and evolved, it, the actual historical beginning of buying music, mm. the distribution mm. and selling of music has not really changed that much. Um, and now we're going into this streaming culture where this very archaic way of ownership mm. is, is carrying on into streaming culture. So the industry definitely needs a massive disruption, but the only dis- the disruption will come from the artists. Yeah, the artists the have artists. the power mm. to know their business, know their worth, to be patient, and to not don't be bedazzled by all of that stuff. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You can get that stuff mm. eventually. Get a little piece of money, invest in property. Do you know what I mean? Like, just be smart. So I think it's a really good time. That's so interesting that you said like invest in property because I feel like if so, if a record label was like this a bit, that's fifty k, I'm blowing it. Like, <laughs> I, I, I can't even imagine how many artists what would blow. You? I'm going Harrods, and I'm gonna, and, and I hope the paparazzi. I'm gonna call the paparazzi. Make sure you see me with you know with the yellow with the bags. bags. Oh my god! Get me with the yellow bags. Like, get me with the yellow oh, bags. That's funny. Because you're thinking this is a one time a lifetime opportunity. I'm probably thinking, what if my next my next my next record don't don't blow? But if but you I think invest, that's how they get people. It. If I invest, yeah. if I was smart, if you invest, that's it. exactly how they get people because they yeah. know, like, especially if you get someone that's quite young mm-hmm. and even someone that's blown up quite sort of unexpectedly. Mm-hmm. Say they've gone viral on TikTok, for example. Yeah, record label comes in. We can do this, that, and the other, and we'll give you fifty k mm-hmm. up front. Mm-hmm. Most people are gonna be like, 
Yeah. Hopefully that will change. Hopefully. Do you know what I mean? Put it in property. Let it the equity increase. Mm-hmm. Make it go up to 100 and then mm-hmm. take 20 out and go to Harrods. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just well, I'm not teasing, but you know. But so. we were talking <laughs> earlier about like music videos and like yeah, how yeah. we don't really see them as much. Has is it has it influenced your decision like with your next project? Are you going to have as much music videos? Like, what are you thinking? Yeah. You know what? It's such a good question. I feel like music videos don't have the same power mm. as they used to, unless mm. there's a like monumental thing happening, like Stormzy's mm-hmm. video where all everyone was in it. Or, um, I think. The future is visualizers, like mm. small videos okay, on yeah. TikTok. So I did two music videos, Black British and Twisted. Mm-hmm. But this third single, we're going to do more powerful visualizers. Um, and I think when you're an independent artist, you have to be quite smart about how you distribute your your funding. Mm. So yeah, the music videos seem to be, they don't seem to be as... Um, I don't know, appealing. I mean, what do you think? Do you guys, when you hear a track, do you see, do you get attracted by a music or is it more just TikTok, TikTok and streaming? Has finished my life. Yeah. TikTok because I watch, I watch, everything. I watch films on TikTok at this point. Really? Yeah, the, like, part one, I don't, I don't know. Like, it's I don't know how you, when you can't find yeah. the part two. Yeah. I don't know how you They want me to follow them and I'm never going to do it. <laughs> I feel like TikTok has done the opposite for me. I get so impatient. So it's right. like if I see that your video is like three minutes long, I'm like, oh, okay. But you can yeah. you can you can um Skip. speed up the voice. Oh can you, can you? so time's free and you can watch it in, <laughs> <laughs> in 30 seconds. What like a chipmunk? Yeah. Oh, oh my god. Talking of chipmunk, this is so stupid. But my boyfriend was like, Oh, where is chipmunk nowadays? I was like, Oh, he goes by chip a chip. Chip and he was yeah. like, and then he goes, "Why is he going to chip?" And I was like, "Maybe he's to be more mature." And then we both started laughing because why would why would chip, why would chip be more mature? mature? <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, he still is making music. He was was he not in a rap beef recently? I think so. I saw yeah. that. I saw that back and forth. Something With, like that. I can't remember. It's quite well, didn't it? But he's very talented. Yeah, rapper. very ta- talented and nice. Well, mm. seems like a nice You've guy. made a song with him, right? Have you ever got a like you? Yeah. No, 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 no. I, I would, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I've I've not I've not done mm. that. Um, t- to be honest with you, do you know what I mean? I spent a lot of time in America. Mm. So, how many years did you say? Was it six or seven? Seven, years? seven years in America, and I did about two, three years in France because we had a number one in France. We did really how well in France. How was that like having a number one in the country? Like, you do speak French at all? A little bit but How's that? That must be crazy mm. It's so unexpected mm. We kind of went to France For fashion We did a fashion week thing And then It just snowballed And then um, They just It just clicked mm. So it was It was strange But they really do love Black artists in France wow. There's a massive um, Love of African music In France mm. Um I felt more at home, to be honest, wow. in France than I did here. That's crazy. Yeah, crazy, but I, I'll never forget when they said that we we had a number one and we were in this little restaurant and we were eating like French onion soup <laughs> and the guy said it and to be honest, I was like in a daze. Mm. But I never could sit still. I never, I never could sit still in it. Yeah. I was like, okay, like what's next? Oh, really? Like, Even in next? France? What's wow. next? Because wow. you just have this anxiety of having to like, okay, okay we've got yeah. that, tick the box, out the yeah. box, it. what's next? What's next? Yeah. We've got to keep it going. We've got to keep it moving. So I, I look back on those that time in my life. I don't ever remember sitting in it and just mm. enjoying it. It was always trying to yeah. hustle, 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 like, hustle. Yeah. We, 
That's crazy. A lot of people are guilty of that. Mm. I think even us to an extent, mm. because, you know, when the podcast has reached certain milestones, I feel like we haven't, re- well, me, I'll speak for myself, but I haven't really sat in it and been like, wow, this is really amazing. Yeah, it's like, just well more like, done. yeah, yeah mm. like n- not really patting yourself on the back, like, yeah, this is great. Mm. And then it's sort of like, okay, so what now? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You got to learn to sit in it, I think, sometimes. I think having kids, has made me be more present mm. and I look back on the past and think do you know what I, I wish I just looked around the room slowly and just mm. like took it in like oh my god Queen Latifah's over there mm. and just like <laughs> yeah just lived in it a bit more so mm. yeah I forgot on what we were talking about now. wait wait so, where did you live in America LA, LA. <gasps> and a, a bit of New York. LA. Got a P. Diddy story about that. Didn't P. You? Diddy. Was it, what's his name now? Puff. Love. Diddy. Love. I think I heard he went by <laughs> Love one time. No, I, I swear to God, guys. Yeah. Love. P. Diddy. So what was his name? P. Diddy Puff. Sean. Sean Combs. You're making that one up. No. No, no. Combs is real. Combs is real. Combs. Yeah. What else did he go by? That's it, isn't it? Is your PDD story safe to say on the podcast? Yes. It okay. Is. So he wanted to sign me. No way. And he flew. Thank God, he would have had you working all day. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> he would have been telling you how to sing. <laughs> I said <laughs> the D. The D. <laughs> um, no, he he. he he flew me out and I stayed in the dream oh, hotel. Out. Is the it? dream hotel, mm. yeah. And then I had to perform for him and he had all his entourage and he had a camera crew with oh him God. the whole day. And um, yeah, he offered me a deal, but I didn't take it because I knew that he just signed Janelle Monet. And oh. I remember we were a little bit similar and I yeah, thought, I, I wonder if he's trying to protect his asset. Like I was like, I wonder if he's trying to protect... Oh. His signing. Oh. You were so smart. Yeah, so, that was really smart. So I just because had... I would have thought maybe he's gonna make us two of us shine together. <laughs> I know. Oh. Some... You would have been thinking power couple power. Well, because you know, if we've done it with her, we'll do it. But no, I was mostly... so smart because like if he's invested mm. a lot in one and he sees some, maybe he's gonna take me or shelve mm. me. And I'd already experienced mm. it a bit, mm. so I thought, do you know what? I'm really flattered, but I'm gonna go with. Island and mm. but he was cool. He yeah. was super oh, duper cool. Like he was really, mm. really down to earth. Actually, like I really liked him as a person. I mean, I didn't get to know him proper proper, mm-hmm. but yeah, That's he had crazy. a camera crew, everything. I think he had it. He has it with him all the time, mm. just wow. documenting his life. Yeah, because we watched him. Um, what's that show called? Making of making the band. Making the band. Did you ever watch that? Oh, I saw. Yeah, yeah. I watched that. That was. I cool. just remember feeling so sorry for everyone because it was like literally you're sleeping on bunk beds, waking up and like <laughs> it's time to sing, it's time to shine, and it was times where it got so like intimidating when people like get head to head and like, mm. oh my god, it was crazy. Yeah. But yeah. I did really like that girl band that he made, um, Dante Kane. Yeah, they oh, were good. So good. They were good. So, so yeah. Good. They're really good, but mm. I'm loving flow. Oh, I back. love them. Yeah, I do like, I think they're really, mm. I w- it took me a while, if I'll be honest, it took me a while mm. to warm into it. But, because at first I was like, um, I'm not sure. And then there was this live performance that they did. It was like a video live performance. Mm. Oh, was it the Vivo one? I think there's a Vivo yeah. one. And I thought, yeah, this is, 
this is this is great. Yeah, they're really good. And then yeah, I was really desperately talented. trying to write for them. I think I got in touch oh. with the A&R. I got in touch with them. I had a whole heap of girl songs for that. I was like, oh, I'd love oh to write God. with them. Oh my God, we should make that happen. Yeah. Hello, if possible. <laughs> Excuse me, Flo, if you're out there listening to this, can you please get in touch? Hello at uh, yoyrecords.co.uk. <laughs> Honestly, that would be so cool. shameless plug. No, yeah. that would be so cool. Because the- Do you know what's crazy? When you said that you wasn't getting into it and stuff... A lot of people have told me that they're not really into it. Mm. But I've heard like people say like, oh, because it's like they have like a particular sound mm. and, and it just sounds like that sound. And they have a, I know they write with Eminem. Yeah. But yeah. my it's thing is, project, I, think. I like flow because I love Eminem. Yeah, so like, I'm right, obsessed right. with Eminem's music. So I resonate with it a lot yeah, in yeah. flow. But a lot yeah. of people are like, I don't like that. Like, I need them to have like a different writer. So maybe, you know. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I I, I think they're great. Mm. What I would love, if I was to write for them, I would love to write them like a real strong ballad mm. with, this, with, with some space. So, you know, um, Beyonce, uh, Destiny's Child. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, what's that? Uh, oh, Girl? Um, you're my girl. Yeah, yeah. yeah, something like that. There's not too much riffing and Overlap, stuff on it. Yeah. It's okay. just the clear. The melody is has clarity mm. and, but it's still soulful. Yeah. But it's got that oh. crossover appeal. Oh, they need and that. And it's just I got a whole heap of them. Just calm. I, I feel like give them because they're young. They're like twenty one. Yeah, yeah. They, they they need something to to transition them when they're going to the next rep. Yeah. Twenty five to thirty. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe they need you for have that. Have they got an album out yet? They only have EPs. Okay, so it's coming. Yeah. They're doing very well in America. Yeah. I, want, yeah, I follow them on TikTok. So. So, and it's crazy. That, that's how they blew <laughs> yeah. up from TikTok. Yeah. I remember when their first video came out, and I remember messaging on TikTok. I was like, are you are you not British? And they were like, <laughs> and they were like yeah. And I was like, this is, this is bizarre. They're giving America. Yeah, America. I really yeah. thought they were American. Like mm. early Destiny's Child. Mm. That's kind of. But do you, very... do you think that pressure is too much? Because of that, people like whenever they do your live performance, some some, some performance of every artist may not be that good or may might be a mic check, whatever problem. People mm. are like, oh my God, these are the people that you're calling the next Destiny's Child. But it's like the pressure is too much. These yeah. are just baby girls. Come on. Yeah, yeah. I think I think it, it would be a, a huge pressure. I mean, mm. Beyonce is like the biggest star in the world and they were like the biggest girl group. Mm. But they are channeling that. So people are going to naturally yeah, associate themselves to it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, everything goes in cycles. Do you know mm. what I mean? When there's a pocket in the industry for something, someone's going to fill it. Do you yeah, know what I mean? True. Like Dua Lipa, to me, mm. she's the new Kylie. We didn't have a Kylie. Oh my God, that's so really she's true. like the modern, like wherever there's a pocket, someone's mm. going to fill it. And the way to make money is you know what, what that pocket is. Mm, and yeah. when it's missing, sign someone and fill it. Like, yeah, that's very And smart. then it usually works. But yeah, I mean, the pressure, it would be, it's pressure anyway when you're a young artist. Mm. But I think they'll do if they if they have the right songs and and Manik is an amazing so good. He I remember he messaged me when he was thirteen on MySpace. Oh. I I messaged him the other day. I said, "Do you remember when you messaged me? This is how old I am. I feel so old." <laughs> he messaged me and he sent me a link to his songs, and we had this little Gosh. dialogue where it's like, "You're really talented. Like, keep going." And he was 13. He's he was so, so talented. talented at 13. Mm. He was on it, like hustling. Imagine like, that. 13. 13. The, like things 13 I was, sorry, the things I was doing at 13. I was, I was not serious somebody. <laughs> <laughs> no. Jazz was listening to Pretty Ricky. Yeah, exactly. But I was sleeping. <laughs> I was so on. I was 
Yeah, he's special. Oh, he's really mm. talented, isn't That's he? Amazing. He's been at it for a long time. Yeah. So, but yeah, yeah, I do like him. I don't know if you've heard Flo's latest song called uh, "What Is It?" The Three of Us. Yes, mm. yeah, I've heard it. Yeah. I've if I if Amuke did not write that, I'd be very shocked if he didn't. But I can hear him in that. Yeah, so yeah. much. Mm. Like that song is so perfect. Like it's giving like Brandy Monica vibe. Yeah, so good. Um. We've got a jet soon, but yeah, maybe give it like two minutes before Brent. Okay, real quick. Yeah. Um, but have you guys seen a Barbie film? I have no, indeed. Oh, Jasper, you have. Okay, I'm stuck in. Let's not talk about. No, it. no, no, no. You can. No, it's you, not something you should spoil. Really, I think it's excellent. It. It's excellent. Really. Okay. Did you like it? Loved it. I I just really? I'll say some adjectives. Yeah. We gotta go now, guys. Oh, yeah, say the adjectives. Amazing. Thought provoking was is that yeah thought yeah. was that what yeah yeah thought provoking powerful feminism yes. <laughs> disruptive disruptive I've seen anti man yeah yeah okay anti man <laughs> I I was shouting there was once I was there's one speech yeah. in the cinema where I was yeah. clapping and yeah. shouting. Wow. And I'm okay. in Milton Keynes in the countryside. So I was <laughs> the only know. one. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> Anyways, guys, you can catch <coughs> Vanessa on socials. What your socials? Yep. Uh, just go to Instagram, VV Brown Official, at VV Brown on Twitter, TikTok's VV Brown Official, www.vvbrown.com. Just Google, <laughs> Google VV Brown, everything will come up. Google. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Black Girls Living. And catch us at Black Girls Living without the G on yeah. all socials. Bye, guys. Have a blessed okay. week. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.